And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. You lost your magic. They knocked you off your game. Your Carlness went right out the window. What's with this Carlness? It's not even a, a real word. It's a conjunction, a preposition. It's a philosophy, a way of life. It's your name with miss attached to it. Bob, listen to me. If you'd have done what I asked you to and come in my dressing room before the show, you'd have known that you weren't supposed to come out here until I introduced you. Jack, I tried to get into your dressing room, but I didn't have a nickel. I understand you're pretty funny as a DJ, and comedy is a kind of hobby of mine. Well, well actually, it's a little more than just a hobby. Reader's Digest is considering publishing two of my jokes. Really? Yeah. From Hollywood, it's time now for... Honey Dollar. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the adept Lisa Wolf. In this hour, it's a Western adventure of Hop along Cassidy, starring William Boyd from 1950. But first, Lisa Wolf Dylan is our lyricist for Learning the Lyrics. Lisa will read popular song lyrics. I'll try to guess the name of the songs while you play at home, right, Lisa? That's right, Carl. Now, I'm looking over my song choices, and I don't know if I'm just giving you too much credit or what. Yeah. But I'm feeling confident at this moment that you will get all three of these songs. Wow. Which would you don't truly... know me very well, do yeah, you? Yeah, I know you very well, and that would truly be a feat because that would be a very rare... What about my feet? That would be a rarity, kind of like radio rarity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And nothing. I don't want to know anything about you don't wanna... feet. I have nice feet. I have them. I have pedicures on a regular basis. I have very nice feet. That's all in the eye of the beholder, my That's friend. That's right. Thank you, Mike. No, good, they're, good answer. They're, they're good. They're good. They're good. Believe good. me. Believe right, me. Well, I'm just going to take your word right. for it. They are. And um, I'm going to go to the first song okay. and move past the feet comment. Yeah. Uh, so remember, these are all songs with boys' names in the title. All right. Okay, here is your first song. Mm-hmm. I think you'll only need one sentence for this one. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Ready? I was born in a crossfire hurricane. I was born in a crossfire hurricane. And I howled at my ma in the driving Howl, rain. Uh, driving rain. But it's all right now. But it's all right now. I think it's a gas. Mm-hmm. And it's all right. Jumping Jack Flash. Gives me gas, 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 gas. gas. Sorry if I have some gas. Um, it's not okay. Small <laughs> <laughs> studio. I took my gas, but gas sucks. It didn't. I guess it didn't work. <laughs> I guess not. I guess it's a gas. Jump the jack flash, just with gas, gas, gas. Oh, great, Carl. You like this song, right? You're a Rolling Stones fan. Uh, Jumpin' Jack Flash, and this is by the Rolling Stones. Raised in a What's that? I was raised by a toothless, bearded cat. Oh, wow. And I was schooled with a strap under the front of my back. You'll know this part Gas. 
Second song. Yes. Oh, the shark, babe. Oh, the shark, babe. Has Mac the knife. Mac the there knife. There it is. Mac the knife oh, the by Bobby Darren. Has such teeth, dear. And it shows me pearly whites. Just oh. a jackknife has oh, old magnete. And it keeps it up. Out of sight You know when that shark bites With his teeth dear Scarlet billows Start to spread Fancy glows though Where's old McNeith be So there's never Never a trace of red Now on the sidewalk Ooh, Sunday morning, Sunday morning. <laughs> Lies a body. Hey, not bad, huh? Not Just bad. One line. I knew it. I could name that song in I, one note. I kind of like that concept. Of name that too. That's fun. Could that someone? I don't like the new version of that. All right, great job. Let me me cleanse my palate here. Okay. Hang on a second. Got a little sorbet over there. Uh, A little sorbet. A little peach sorbet. You know, I gotta clean my. Palette. Oh, you got to clean your all right. <laughs> I got to clean my <laughs> Clean palette. a little more than your palate over out. there. I got to clean my palate. Okay. Let's Woo, go to I'm the two third for song. Two. Oh, what if I get this? You will get this. What if I get it and I get Carl, all look three? look at me. You will get this song. You were wrong before. Never. I've never been wrong That's before. That's true. Okay. Not Ready? even 1972? Nope, never. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. The two of us. The two of us. Need look no more. Need look no more. We both found what we're looking for. Both found what we're looking for. With a friend to call my own. I'll never be alone. Uh-huh. Nothing's coming to me here yet. Get out. No. You and my friend will see. You've got a friend in me. You've got a friend in me. No, not the Toy Story version, though. Okay. Okay. You're always running here and there. Mm-hmm. You feel you're not wanted anywhere. Uh, not, nothing's, wow, nothing's coming to me here. If you ever look behind and don't like what you find, there's something you should know. What? You've got a place to go. You've got a friend in me, right? <laughs> no. That's the toy. <laughs> You've got that's a friend. That's the toy story. Got version. a friend in me. Right, no. That's not So that's one. what I'm thinking of. Wow. Me. Okay, you know this song, Carl. We 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 have a joke about this song. All right, I don't know. Keep wow. going. No, that's like it. Wait, give me. Well, do it more of in the. I in, did. In the cadence. Listen, this is my fault. You don't know yeah, it, right? It is. The two totally. of us. Because I got the other ones more. with one line. Right. So it must be me. Right. Um, we both found. I'm glad we both agree on something. Of course, something. it's always my fault. We both found what we're looking for. We both found what we're looking for. With a friend to call my own. Friend to call my own. I'll never be alone. I'll never be alone. And you, my friend, will see. And you, my friend, will see. You've got a friend You've in me. You've got a friend in me. You've got a friend in you're me. Gonna, you're gonna, you you're gonna got be a aggravated. Kermit the Frog? <laughs> Kermit. It's Kermit the Frog. Is it? 
I don't know. Is it Kermit the Frog? We are dying over the green, here. The green thing. I, it's not easy being green. Mm, you're so close. It's though. not easy being green. You're, you, you're always running here and there. You're always running here and there. You feel you're not wanted anywhere. You feel you're not wanted anywhere. <laughs> you say it like I'm saying. Is it a slow song? Ish, yeah. That's why. No, you know this song. I don't know. Oh, you're going to kick yourself. I don't know it. it. I don't know it. (laughs) No more. We both found what we were. Of course, this is Ben by Michael Michael Jackson. And Carl and I and Mike have a common friend. Named Ben at a right. different station. Yeah. And we used to sing this right. to him. Oh, man. All the time. To him, in front of him, behind him. We always sang this to Ben. We have a friend, Ben. He's a nice guy. He is a, another, he's a great guy. He's a producer. He's my producer on Oh, he's on still the, a producer. Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot about that. Of course, Michael Jackson. We talked, we did a Michael Jackson week last week. Oh man! So you didn't do it. I felt so confident. That, See, you're. You know what? You're wrong. Mike was right. For the record, yes. Yeah, for the record, Mike said you know the first two, not the third. And I'm like, oh no! I mean, like, the song, no, he's got when the you're third re- one. I'm gonna tell you when you read the lyrics, it doesn't come to you, right? Or to this. you? Well. All right. Well, thanks, right, well, Lisa. Good songs. You know, thanks, Carl. Good Good, job. good songs. Good job. All right, two out of three. I'll take that. Okay. I mean, you know, hey, okay. can't get them all. All right. <laughs> you can, but okay. <laughs> Technically, you can. You yes. can, but okay. All right. When we, when we come back, it's Hop Along Cassidy starring William Boyd. Stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Hop along, Cassidy. He was a good guy, cowboy. Uh, William Boyd played him in the movies. Lots and lots and lots of movies. And then in 1950... He decided to bring his uh, cowboy uh, good guy uh, character to radio, and he brought along Andy Clyde. He was his sidekick, California Carlson. Uh, he was in a lot of his movies with uh, William Boyd. The radio show was produced by Walter White. He was also the same producer that brought us Tarzan, Lord of the Jungle. And in all 66 of Hopalong Cassidy films were produced in the mid-1940s, but then William Boyd thought that the future for Hoppy was TV, so he purchased the rights to all of his films for a whopping $350,000. This is in the mid-1940s, so that's like millions and millions of dollars today's money. He edited the films into 25-minute TV broadcast length, and then the Hopalong Cassidy Westerns were the first... Western shows on television, super successful. So he said, well, let's also do a radio show. I mean, we'll put it on TV, put it on radio. It was very successful. And we have a uh, a broadcast for you now, January 8th, 1950, called The Rainmaker of Eagle Nest Mountain. Here's William Boyd as Hopalong Cassidy. 
It's Hopalong Cassidy. With action and suspense out of the Old West comes the most famous hero of them all, Hopalong Cassidy, starring William Boyd. Now here they are in the exciting story, The Rainmaker of Eagle Nest Mountain. Hoppy, I never figured it would happen like this. You thinking of deserting the bar 20 to settle down in a spot like Eagle Nest sure surprises me. California, I always said I'd find a quiet place and kind of retire, didn't I? I got a hunch Eagle Nest is it. I bet it don't even show on the map. Of all the local ideas I ever heard, this is it. Hoppy, maybe you ain't the man I thought you were. Uh, maybe not. I always figured you'd die with your boots on. Not out in the desert swatting fly. <laughs> A oh, man needs some peace and quiet once in a while. You know, a chance to sort of hibernate. It's bears what do that, not humans. Uh-oh. Look at this. A reward poster. Maybe Eagle Nest ain't so dead as a thought. Fifty dollars reward for Lou Jackson, see sheriff at Eagle Nest. Cheapskate sheriff. If I was that Lou Jackson, I'd get plenty sore. Lumping me off at a price like that. Say, what do you say, Hobby? Won't hurt to pick up a quick 50, huh? No, California. I just want to settle down. But, well... Hey, Hoppy, look over there in that bush. Another one of them reward posters. $100 for the capture of Bud Bloom. I'm not interested. But well, you sure can throw money away. Look, at two more notices painted in them rocks. Must be plenty of trouble around here. She's $500 award for Griff Jess. I told you I'm not interested. But gosh, Hoppy, that ain't old Falmer. Uh, who's a shooting at us? We ain't done nothing. Come from over toward that mountain. Uh, maybe it's somebody shooting at a rabbit. I may have a funny pair of ears, but I ain't no rabbit. Hoppy, it's just natural for a man like you to want to clean out these parts. Well, either somebody's aim was awful bad or we aren't the target. Listen, I judge that must be the target coming up the trail now. Come on, let's get out of sight. There he, there he goes. There he goes now. Are your eyes really that bad? Huh? That's no he, it's a she, and a very young she. Well, darn be damned. Why dagnab them dirty... California. Taking pot shots at a gal. Let's see if this will tone them down a bit. Oh, she's out of range now, so you can relax. What do you say? We get out of range then. We ain't get much cover here. You know, I don't like that shooting at a woman. Maybe we had better have a little talk with this advertising sheriff and eagle nest. Now you're talking like the old hobby. And I can use some of that reward money for a new pair of boots. <laughs> well, come on, then. to Hopalong Cassidy and the story of the rainmaker of Eagle Nest Mountain. Hoppy in California have ridden into Eagle Nest and find there's not much of a town to welcome them. Uh, Eagle Nest sure looks like a good place to feel lonesome in. Uh, here's an eating house, Bud Bloom's place. How about a cup of coffee? Did you say Bud Bloom? Well, that's what it says over the door. But Hoppy, Hoppy, that's the lunk that was worth $100, remember? Here's our first reward money. Well, let's have a look. Howdy. Uh, hello. Mr. Bloom? Well, that's right. What can I do for you? Tell me, throw his hands up quick, Hoppy. Shh, not so fast. 
Been in this town long, Mr. Bloom? Almost ten years. Get him, Hoppy, quick. Ever hear of Blue Jackson? Why, sure. He owns that barber shop over there. Uh, you get him, Hoppy, and I'll go after the hair clipper. Don't be so fast, California. There's something funny about all this. Mr. Bloom, did you ever hear of a fellow named Griff Jessup? Of course. He runs the Buckhorn Bar across the street. Why? Is that so? This is going to be handy dandy. Get them all in five minutes. It'll bring us about, uh, let me see. But about... California, these are all prominent men in this town. I ain't interested in the social standing. It's the price they'll bring. I've got a hunch. You wait here. I'll be back in a few minutes. And don't do anything. But, Hoppy, now, wait a minute. Gosh darn it. I... Uh, spoiling my easy money. Uh, hey, you, uh, Bloom? Uh, yeah? Cup of java. They're coming right up. Well, hello, bud. Well, howdy, Griff. Uh, what'll it be? Oh, spaghetti, I guess. Did he call you Griff? Why, sure. Griff Jessup? That's right. Mm-hmm. That settles it. A man can just stand so much temptation. Get your mitts in the air, you two. Huh? What do you mean by that? Get them up quick, I said. Well, now, if it's money... It's you... money, all right. Reward money. I seen your ugly mugs tacked up to a tree just out of town. Oh, those posters. <laughs> Why, you leather-headed fool, don't pay no attention to them. <laughs> That's all a game. I'm laughing, all right. Mostly at the thought of that 600 bucks. You'll be sorry for this big ears. Get moving, fatty, towards the sheriff's house. Huh? This is the easiest money I ever made. Well, let's get to walking and get this over with. Walk? Who said anything about us walking? You'll do the walking. Hey, you do you think you know, are? Ah, oh, get going. I'm getting on my horse, well, and I'm no, going to drive you up there just like a bunch of doggies. Oh, boy, if the folks back there in town could only see me now. Oh, get along, little doggie, get along, little doggie. <laughs> Stop champing around like that. I've seen wild horses better behave. I tell you, we ain't gonna forget this. No, me neither. <laughs> Got a classy pair of boots to remember it by. Yes? Howdy, Sheriff. I'm California Carson. I got a dangerous bunch of outlaws here, which you offer as a reward for. What? Tell this man to turn us loose, Mr. Wetzel. I'd like a chance to sell Ain't this I with tamed him? you two down enough yet, or will I slug them good, Sheriff? Untie those men immediately and stop calling me Sheriff. My name is Wetzel. Let those persons fly the coop. I'm hanging on to them until I see the Sheriff. Then, uh, if you ain't him... Uh, now, this is ridiculous. Uh, you're liable to have a long wait for the sheriff. He hasn't been home here in two months. What kind of screwy... The going... sheriff has been working so consistently and constantly with his rain-making machine that he's grown quite eccentric. He can grow whatever he wants, as long as he gives me the reward. Oh, I've argued with you long enough, Lout. Lout? This gun in my hand says you'd better turn your prisoners loose immediately. It's about time. Well, if this ain't that dog... what the man says, California. Uh, Hoppy. Uh, I told you to leave it alone in the first place. But then reward potion. I've explained to your stupid friend three times that it's all a mistake. You see, we have no need of any real law around here, and the citizens just elected Mr. Billington... Honorary sheriff, in view of his great efforts to bring rain to this desert. And he ain't even a real sheriff? Oh, of course not. He posts those reward signs constantly. And all the people with intelligence know enough to just smile at them. I ought to take my 600 bucks out of your hide. Turn the men loose, California. Uh, Our apologies, gentlemen. My friend here was taken in, as you can understand. Uh, sure, sure. 
Uh, but just keep this bum out of my place. Oh. I'll put ant poison in his next cup of java. Incidentally, my name is Cassidy. And I'm Wetzel. I came here to work with Mr. Billington on his scientific experiment. I just rode down for supplies. And now, if you'll excuse me... Rode down? Yes, the rain-making machine is on the top of Eagle Nest Mountain. Rain in the desert? Is, uh, is that the one with the sharp peak that uh, we passed on the way into town? Yes, and you mustn't think anything about the shooting you heard. The old man always tries to frighten people away when they come too close. Well, that's interesting, but I don't believe I mentioned the incident. Did you tell Mr. Wetzel about the shots we heard in California? I ain't had a chance to tell him nothing. He's too busy doing me out my reward money. I, uh, well, it's just that he usually... What's the trouble? Oh, there's no trouble. Get on with your cooking. All right. How do you do, miss? I'm Hopalong Cassidy. Well, hello, Mr. Cassidy. This is a pleasure. I'm Martha Billington. Hoppy, this is the gal we show. You must be the rainmaker's daughter. Yes, my father's working so hard on that experiment. Must be cozy up there, trying to make it drizzle and shooting at people, even his own. Well, don't let us disturb you, miss. You go right on with your cooking. But don't work too hard. You already look uh, windblown and dusty. Yes, I... Gentlemen, if I may suggest it, you had best be on your way. You've caused enough stupid trouble already, nosing into everything. We've apologized for the trouble, Mr. Wetzel. But we can't help being interested in this great experiment of Mr. Billington's. He certainly requires a lot of supplies, doesn't he? If you're referring to these kegs on the porch, they contain dynamite for the experiment. So you'd better not be around here lighting any matches unless you want to be blown out of town. Oh, I don't smoke. But you'd better be careful smoking that pipe that's sticking out of your pocket. Might blow your head off and make some people awfully happy. I warn you, Cassidy, if you persist in nosing around Eagle Nest Mountain, they'll take you out of here in a box. But I like it around here. Think I might start a little ranch once it commences to rain. I wish you would, Mr. Cassidy. Lisa, just go ahead, continue cooking over there. Do that little, yeah, do that just cooking. Just go off and that's keep what cooking. You, you know, that's what I'm really you're a good woman, at. So that's what you should be doing. Oh, cooking, and I'm really right. good at that too. Yeah, so. you believe? <laughs> He's just like little lady. Just keep cooking over there. Yeah, you, know? you just do what you do. You just do that because that's all you're good for right. cooking. <laughs> oh man, times have oh, changed. Oh <laughs> my goodness! Uh, hop along, Cassidy. January eighth, nineteen fifty. The rainmaker of Eagle Nest Mountain. Starring the one, the only, William Hopalong Cassidy Boyd. We'll get back to this um, half-hour Western in just a few minutes, so stick around. Hi, I'm Carl Amari. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Shadow, Jack Benny, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, The Whistler, and Abbott and Costello, consider joining the Classic Radio Club. Each month, members receive 10 of the greatest classic radio shows of all time. As curator, the 10 shows I select will be the best sound quality and the most popular, along with a rare show sprinkled in to add to the fun. I'll also send you historical liner notes plus photos of the radio stars. Members also receive an email each week with a link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show. The links never expire, so you can listen to Hollywood 360 whenever you'd like. The first month membership fee is only $1, with each additional month under $10. And you can cancel at any time with no obligation. By joining the Classic Radio Club, you're supporting this show, so we thank you very much. Join the Classic Radio Club at ClassicRadioClub.com. That's ClassicRadioClub.com. 
And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. Yes, indeedy. This is Hollywood 360 across 100 radio stations coast to coast, plus American Forces Radio all over the globe. And we are very fortunate to uh, have been doing this show now for, I think, 15 years, Lisa, right? I think that's about 15 right. 15 years. Right. Holy moly, Well, Batman. we're finally getting the hang of things. You know, I did, um, I did several shows um, where I um, played classic radio before I met Lisa Wolf, okay? And, um, but it was just me talking about classic radio. It wasn't as fun. And then uh, we met because she auditioned to be in a Twilight Zone radio drama that I was uh, producing at the time. It was a lot of fun doing those Twilight Zones. Oh, so I look much. back on those days, you know, from 2001 until about 2008, about seven years, I did, I did wow, and, like 170 episodes. And Lisa came and auditioned, and I just thought she was so bubbly and fun. And, you know, you were... Um, I, I don't know if you were in that actual Twilight. I don't know if you were in the particular one you auditioned for. But I wasn't, but I was in a couple thereafter. Yeah. So I think it was just a concept more than a right. specific one. At the time, I was uh, considering doing another classic radio show, you know, entertainment show. And I I wanted, you know, I wanted it to be like a bunch of people on it, not just right. me. I wanted it to be four or five different right. people. And you did have a bunch of people. Yeah. And then, but I wasn't one of them. And then all of those people <laughs> left me. They all left after right. a while. Well, I became a fill-in for anybody who yeah. couldn't make it. And right. uh, then I had my own segment. I drove all those other people away. You did, and I stuck it out. Yeah, and, uh, you have I'm thick the last skin. man standing thick here. Thick skin, Lisa. I don't, though, really. Yeah. I'm pretty not so thick skin. You can take it. You can take it. Well, I'm good at know? giving it back. That's true. <laughs> and so, um, and now here we are, co-hosting. And now we doing a it. podcast right. called Radio Rarities. I thought of it. And um, 15 years later, wow. Right. Man, and we still kind of I like haven't each other. aged a bit. You know, no. I look exactly the same. Exactly. Yeah. You've always had gray you? hair. Eh. Eh. No, you look about the same. Okay. Just about, you you've, know, you've gotten plus a little, or minus a little You've gotten a little bit. shorter, you know, because we do get shorter as we get older. I have not gotten shorter. I think you've shrunk Maybe a little. you've shrunk. You look the same, but you've shrunk a little. Right. Well, if that's all, then yeah. I'll take it. I mean, but your hair is the same yeah. and pretty much everything. Yeah. Well, it's been the same since I've been about six. So Really? <laughs> yeah. And so maybe we can do another 15 years. Who knows? Maybe we, oh. maybe it's a 30-year gig. Yeah, Think I, we can? I don't, I don't know. 30? I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> it's a lot. I'm 28. You're, s- what, 70. 90? 70. I You're just nine? turned 70 oh, okay. this week. So. Um, I'd so, be 100. Right. You'd be like 100. That's yeah. not bad. How about we uh, start broadcasting from, like, the Caribbean or something? Yeah, yeah. that'd be nice. Let's, if, let's if, move If it. there's any billionaires out there right. that like our show and you want right. us to, uh, you know, you want to buy a little island for us. Right. And We'd then go. we'll broadcast. Even for a week, and you know we what? would do it. <laughs> tell you what, if, you, if, if there's a billion out there, billionaire, and he, wants, he or she wants to buy us an island, we'll broadcast every week for the rest of our lives. Listen, How's I'll make sound? it easier. How's that? How about just we go to this island for one week and we just have one? Well, why do you think so small? I mean, think big. I'm talking billionaire. It's because she goes on so many vacations. I'm just saying I'll take anything a day, a week, a month, whatever you got. And we call the island Hollywood 360 (laughs) Island, you know. 
Right? Hollywood Island. Hollywood 360 Island. Boy, I'm there. It sounds like a great if idea. Somebody wants to whisk me away. You know I'm what? there. <laughs> and um, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Then we'll just broadcast and do this for the rest of our lives. All right. Somebody wants to um, buy us an island. All right, we're listening to Hop Along Cassidy, the rainmaker of Eagle Nest Mountain. William Boyd starring. Here's the conclusion. Hoppy, uh, do you want me to stake the horses out or cook up some grub? Both. While you do the chores, I'm going to slip back to the sheriff's house and try to get word to Miss Martha. You know, I don't like that setup. Can't blame you. That Wetzel ain't exactly friendly, and that poor gal with her father shooting her off the mountain. I wouldn't judge him from Wetzel's story. This adds up to trouble, California, but I don't know quite what kind. <laughs> and I was afraid you might be settling down. <laughs> well, let's see. I know the little man, and he has a little horse in there. Say, uh, what'll it be tonight, Hoppy? Pork and beans, or beans and pork? <laughs> Ah, let's have both. And be sure to put a little water in the coffee. I like coffee you can pour. You insinuating I ain't a good cook? You just can't tell a cup of demi-tassie from a cup of plain coffee. <laughs> I'll be back with time and Freddy. If I don't get blown back. Yeah, uh, Hoppy, uh, better take off your spurs. They can hear you mile. I never take off my spurs unless I'm going to take off my boots. And I'm not going to take off my boots. All right, go ahead and be honorary then. Uh, but be careful, Hoppy. It's me, Cassidy. Oh, hello, Mr. Cassidy. I'm so glad you came back. I wanted to talk with you. That's what I figured. But don't tell me your father has to sneak around his own house. Oh, I don't know. He might. He hasn't been the same since Mr. Wetzel came here and offered to help him. Why, now my father stays up on that mountain day and night. Sometimes I get so desperate, I try to get up to see him. And when you do, some mysterious shots are fired at you. Why, yes. How did you know? My friend and I are riding into town and saw that little foray this afternoon. Oh, Mr. Cassidy, they try to tell me it's my father shooting at me. I just can't believe it. Don't believe it when it's Wetzel telling you. I won't stop until I get up to see him. Next time, I'll try it at night. But that might be pretty dangerous. My father's always been a little preoccupied, and all the years of work he's put in on that rain machine have taxed him, but... Oh, he seems to be doing such terrible things. Like what, Miss? All oh, those reward posters. Why, those men are his friends. And now every week or so, there are more of them tacked up on the trail into town. Have you ever seen him tack them up? No, I, I guess he does it at night. And all the men make such light of it. They won't even take them down after he's posted them. What men? Oh, Mr. Wetzel's assistant. How many are there? Three, I think. He says they're metallurgical students. But everything is kept so secret now. Miss Martha, these uh, these kegs of dynamite here on the porch. Oh, my father's always used it in his experiments, but never so much as this before. Well, there's nearly a wagon load stacked here now. They must be getting ready to do something terrible. I'm so afraid my father will get hurt. 
Do, uh, uh, do you mind if I have one of these cakes? Of course not. Please be careful. I never go near the stuff. Oh, it's all right. I've had it before. Well, look at this. White gunpowder. Why, I didn't know that. Hmm, tastes good, too. Just as sweet as sugar. I wouldn't worry about any explosion with this stuff. What's it all about? I have a hunch, Miss Martha, and if I'm right, California and I are going to have one sweet time tonight. Hopalong and California are making their way up Eagle Nest Mountain to pay a visit to the Rainmaker. But as California's mutterings clearly indicate, he'd rather get into trouble at a more convenient time. I don't know why these darned emergency can't wait till we've had our chow. My insides were so empty, even them beans smell good. Did you tie the horses up good? Stopper's pretty frisky tonight. Sure, sure, but right now I'm wishing I hadn't. If a man were supposed to walk, he would have been born with four legs. Ah, oh, this exercise will do you good. <sighs> Hey, ain't there an easier way to get up this mountain? Well, I was afraid the main trail would be watched too closely. This is the path the jackrabbits have beaten. Well, I'm all for giving it back to them. Hey, Hoppy, look. See that there thing up on top? Yeah, that must be the rain-making machine. Tarnation! Did you ever see a crazier-looking contraption? Why, the way that big lever's swinging back and forth... A lot I... of work has gone into that mechanism, California. Well, they say one generation laughs at what the next generation invents. Well, I think this is good for a big long laugh. If it ever brings one drop of rain to this here desert, I'll sit right down and eat the boots off in my feet. Spurs and all. <laughs> well, we haven't much farther to go. We'd better be quiet from here on and stay close to the ground. There appears to be quite some activity around the tower. Seems like there's a rustle from behind the tower. Okay, let's go over and take a look. Hey, wait a minute. There's somebody coming up this front trail. That must be what we heard. Yeah. Well, I can draw a beat on them as they come over this rise. Hey, look. Look through here. Isn't it a woman? Uh-huh. That must be the old man's daughter. Well, don't make no difference, though. Wetzel says to shoot. He said to shoot to scare her. He ain't never said to kill her. Uh, maybe you're right. Let's wait for her right here. I can handle her. Hey, quiet now. Yes, that's done. Uh, nicely done, man. What's up? Uh, hello, boss. Didn't know you were around. No, you didn't. I was following Martha up the trail. I just wanted to wait and see how you'd handle the situation. Uh, we done all right, huh? Carry her inside the tank, Joe. Uh, sure, boss, sure. <laughs> she don't look this heavy. Slim, we got to work fast tonight. Martha's been talking. You know what that means. Yeah. This has been a good spot, but we've stayed around just about as long as we can. Especially if Cassidy is going to get Snoopy. Cassidy? Yeah, a rancher from the Bar 20, always going around and getting at everybody's business. Oh. So this is how we're going to handle it, Slim. You set the dynamite with fresh caps and see that the old man is locked in the tower until we're ready. And then come and help me load the pack horses. Bobby. Bobby, you hear that? They've set some of the contraption in motion. Yeah, that wheel is moving. Looks like this means quick action or this whole mountain will blow up. We'd better separate. We had? 
You're not afraid, are you? No, I just wanted to be around to uh, take care of you. Well, I'll try to manage. Now, you go around behind the tower and see if you can find some backs there that might not be guarded. I'm sure the old man must be up there. Then where will I find you? I don't think you'll have any trouble. In a few minutes, I will hunt you. It'll be easy to find where I am. Oh, gosh, I hope that contraption don't go off while we're up here in the mountain. Because then it might start to rain and me without my overshoes. Well, you can always take off your hat and soak your head. Uh, oh. Looks like we've been spotted. Keep down. Uh, I'd feel a lot better if we stuck together. It's just dark enough to show these boys how to play the old Indian game. Ordinary people. Right, we are. That's Cassidy. Hey, there he is now. All right, I got him. His head behind that. That's just his head. If I know anything about the way Cassidy operates, he's somewhere else. Come out of there, Webster. I'll touch a match to this keg of powder. Take another look, Cassidy. Sugar won't explode. This sugar will. I rolled this keg over from the powder house. Fool. Was that unlocked? I didn't have a chance, Wetzel. You wouldn't touch that off, Cassidy. Not with Martha in the tank. California. Yeah, Huffy, where are you? You got the girl out of the tank? All clear. All right, boys, I'm ready to set a match to this. Wait a minute, Cassidy. Slim, climb out of the window and get onto that big overhanging branch of the tree. And then when he comes out into the open, drop on him. Okay, Wetzel. I'm coming out, Cassidy. We give up. We know when we're beaten. Keep your hands high and no trick. Good work, Slim. There. I bet it's the first time Cassidy's ever been slugged over the head with his own gun. I'll go dump him in the tank where the girl was. No, I don't think it's better. It'll be easier that way. I put a separate charge under the funnel. When you bring the old man out to set the final charge, that'll go too. Well, all right, but hurry. That machinery's in motion, and the old man's the only one who knows how to stop it. Yeah, and he ain't going to. Not after all these months of wanting to set it off. All right, Joe. Snap into it. Tie those things down. Oh, why was that machinery started before we're off this mountain? I, I don't like it. I know the timing. Let's just keep moving. Now go up to the tower and bring the old man down. Well, I don't know why it has to be done this way. Hey, Slim, is that you? Yeah, that's You me. cover Joe while he goes up to the tower. Cassidy's pal might still be around here. Where are you going? I'm getting out of here. There's too much powder on this mountain to suit me. Why, you dirty double-crosser? The rest of you aren't worth saving anyway. You planned it this way. You never meant for us to get away. Now you're getting the idea. What a rat you are, Wetzel. Yeah, you were never quite quick enough on the draw, were you, Slim? You're covered, Wetzel. Drop that gun. Huh? Ca Cassidy, where, where are you? Put your hands up and be quick. Slim! Joe, come and help me! High up on Eagle Nest Mountain, the Rainmaker's giant machinery takes closer to that uncertain moment of explosion. You up there on that tower, I got you covered. I give up. Don't shoot. I'll keep a beat on you till you get Mr. Billington safely down that ladder. I'm coming. Don't shoot. Hoppy, Hoppy, is that you? Yeah, I told you I'd make enough noise so you could find me. Yeah, but where were you for the last 15 minutes? Taking a nap. See how bad Slim's hurt. Looks like he's just winged. Bring him over here and I'll introduce you. Uh, inter inter uh, what? Uh, well, all right, Hoppy. 
How are you, Slim? Oh, I guess I'm all right, Mr. Cassidy. You got me worried for a few minutes. Say, what is this? This California is Mr. Slim Davies, U.S. Deputy Marshal, under whom I've been working. Y you mean uh, you knew all the time about this? We, we came up here to get in trouble? We came here to stop illegal liquor traffic. And as I suspected, those reward posters were code signals to the runners. Well, doggone fooling me that you was coming up here to settle down. Oh, Mr. Cassidy, you're not hurt. I'm so thankful. You'll be more thankful to see someone else. Look who's coming down that ladder. Father! Come on over here, Mr. Billington. And you, Joe, up at your hands and no trick. I, I give up, Cassidy. Oh, Father, Father. Martha, did you come up to see the climax to all my years of work? Tonight I will see success. My esteemed colleague has just informed me that everything is in readiness. But what do you mean? The machinery is already in motion, Martha. There's no choice but to go through with it. I must get to the control room quickly. When the giant wheel reaches the top, the great moment will be at hand. Mr. Cassidy, isn't there great danger? Not if you get over beyond that bridge. But my father in that control room. I don't know. All through the ages, man has sought a way to make it rain. No one has worked any harder than I have. And in a few seconds, the world will have the greatest gift science can give it. Rain. I'll go in the control room with you, Mr. Billington, if you like. Delighted, my friend. But There's a lot of dynamite around here. It's such a risk, Mr. Cassidy. Hurry up. The rest of you get back. Right in here, Mr. Cassidy. Now, close that door tightly. Well, uh, I don't believe I have a match. Here's one. With the touch of this match, civilization will acclaim... Is that you, California? Yeah, 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 that's me. I mean, uh, I mean, this is me. Mr. Billington is here. He's just dazed, I think. I can't tell in the dark. Well, don't write no more matches around here. This whole mountain must be gunpowder. Why, it's, it's starting to rain. Father, are you hurt badly? Rain? Did somebody say rain? Oh, Jiminy, it is starting to sprinkle. I can hear the drops hitting my head. You feel all right, Father. Feel all right? Well, I'm the happiest man in the world. Can't you hear what these men are saying? It's starting to rain. I've done it. I've done it. My machine works. Do you hear me? I can make it rain. Can we help you down the trail, Miss Billington? Well, I... I don't think they better try to walk, Hoppy. Well, maybe not. California and I will go ahead and send horses back for you. Oh, that'll be fine. Meanwhile, I think Father will enjoy just staying right here and feeling the rain on him. Yes. Yes, Martha. What about you, Slim? I'm all right, Mr. Cassidy. Well, you certainly helped us clean up a bad case tonight. Uh, I'll take charge of our prison. It's still raining, isn't it? Isn't it? Yes, Mr. Billington. It's really raining. Oh, I'm so thankful. So thankful. Well, Rain. we better be saying it's goodbye the... now. Goodbye, Mr. Well, Cassidy. Come along, hop along. Come on, California. Let's get going. Say, uh, Hoppy. Yeah? Wasn't there clouds gathering overhead this afternoon? Yes. Then it ain't necessarily the rain machine that started this. No. But on the other hand, it uh, could be. Yes. Well, uh, what do you think? I think we'd better get back to the bar 20 before you decide to make a rain machine. <laughs>
California. And here's a special invitation to join them next time they ride out from the Bar 20 when, as usual, I have a hunch they'll get into plenty of action that spells trouble. There it is, Hop Along Cassidy, January 8th, 1950, the rainmaker of Eagle Nest Mountain, starring William Boyd, along with Andy Clyde. Good episode right there from, um, you know, broadcast on Mutual. And that was not only a kid's show, I mean, adults enjoyed it too. It was aimed at kids, but, you know, Hopalong Cassidy was a big movie star. And so it had a natural built-in audience as soon as it uh, arrived on television in 1950. So I hope you enjoyed that. All right, time for this month in music history. And this is our final song from 1990. Why do you lock yourself up in these chains? No one can change your life Anything? except for you. you sound familiar? Mm, yeah. Yeah. This is Wilson Phillips. Oh, okay. You know, it's 1990. Right. It's 30 years ago. ago. My what? goodness. More. Uh, this is Hold On by Wilson Phillips. Okay, hold on. Right. It was the top of the charts for one week in 1990. That's all? It's yeah. one week? Well, right. Summer of 1990. Wow. From her uh, debut album called Wilson Phillips. Wow. Right? Man. Her album was called Wilson Phillips. If you had an album, would you call it Carla Mari? Yes. I don't think you would. <laughs> I'd spell it C-A-A-R-L. Like yeah. stop. Carl. Right. Carl. I like that. Say, like it again. It. Say it one more time. Carl. I like it. <laughs> it's the double A. I like, <laughs> like it. Like Stats Cotsworth. Double A. <laughs> double A. MCO. MCO. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Lisa. Thanks, Carl. More of Hollywood 360 after a short break. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Well, next week, Lisa's on vacation again. So, uh, you know, it's like, what, every every three weeks you go on vacation? No, I haven't been gone in quite a while. Yeah, my brother is going to substitute. Uh, so Vince Amari will be here next week, along with uh, his brother Carl. And we will play The Whistler, The Adventures of Philip Marlowe, Frontier Gentleman, My Friend Irma, and Rocky Fortune. Have a nice week off, Lisa. Thank you. I will be traveling to Boston. She's going to Boston. Say hi to Boston Blackie for me while you're out there. (laughs) Yes, I will. Would you? (laughs) All right. From our executive producer, Mike Costello, who's the best in the business. We'll see you next week. Hi, everyone. This is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast, where I discuss all things for seniors. From fitness, your health and wellness journeys, how to be all over strong and beyond. I also have my mini podcast called Motivation with Meredith. It's a great, quick, motivational pick-me-up for your days. Join me. Listen now. Search for Senior Fitness with Meredith on your favorite podcast platform.